Welcome, everybody. Hope you're all having a good day so far. It's the cult holiday known as Election Day 2020. And I hope you all are doing well despite the uh, the massive amounts of tyranny out there um, spewing out of the local and uh, state and federal governments, you know, in your in your areas. So uh, I just want to cover a lot of this news here. We have a lot piling up. I foresee another live stream later tonight to kind of go over uh, the second half of the day <laughs> in terms of news. But uh, I want to show you what's going on on the streets, what's happening. But uh, first, I want to show you a story that I, I've been meaning to cover uh, for a few days now. Uh, this was sent to me on uh, four days ago. Um, this is sent to me from friend of the channel, Dave. He has a channel called Zoom Truth. He's uh, given me some shout outs before, and I really appreciate it. Uh, he reached out to me, and he uh, said that somebody he, who... You know, I know personally is what not per, well. I don't know how personally we can we can say it is, but or how personal it really is. But I, I know him through the internet. Uh, somebody who was swatted um, the other day, accused of endangering a child. Now I don't know the full story. I did call the police to make sure I wasn't being fed uh, bad information, and they would not comment on it. Uh, they just said, "Oh, because there's a child involved." Uh, they cannot disclose any information about why they swatted this family, uh, why they, you know, drug his name through the press or through the mud, I should say. Um, so I just wanted to cover this real quick. Uh, let me just read this letter from from Dave. Um, I'm not going to read this guy's name, but his name is Mike. I'm not going to say his last name. Mike is outspoken about the mask mandate in his community of Hoboken, New Jersey. About two weeks ago, he took his son. Let me open up the chat real quick. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I just want to make sure you guys can tell me if there's an audio issue or something. Okay, so he says, um, About two weeks ago, he took his son out of school after he found that the school was requiring wearing of face masks by students. A couple of days after his son didn't go to school, they think the school, but somebody uh, had a welfare check go out on him. Um, the son is like seven or eight, or it says here five-year-old. I don't know exactly. Young young boy. It says, uh, Mike and his wife were home and fine. They did not answer the door when the police knocked, and eventually it escalated to the point that a SWAT team broke down his door, arrested him, placed him in a psych ward for over a week, a psych ward for over a week, forcing him to take medicine. Now, I don't. this is alleged, but um, very concerning stuff. And now he's uh, being charged with Second or third degree child endangerment, which could carry up to 10 years, apparently. CPS now will not let him live with his wife and son. And uh, his wife says at no time was there any child in danger. That's what I hear. Uh, I, I reached out to the police for their side of the story. They refused to comment. They, they tried to dox me. You know, I'm sure they know who I am. Uh, the caller ID probably told them. But, um, you know, I just got the runaround, essentially. So. I think this is a very sad situation. You know, they could just swat anybody they want, come up with some little excuse. Oh, you're endangering a child by not answering the door to the jackboots when they uh, when they tell you to. You know what I mean? It's just crazy to me. So uh, let's go to the next story. Here. It's actually just a quick video, and I'm going to mute it after just a second or two because I don't want to get a copyright strike. Uh, this is Joe Biden uh, almost falling over after being startled by Jill. 
So look at Jill walks up behind him after he like pumps his fist. <laughs> look how mad he is. And she's trying to make it okay by like smiling, but she got this huge black mask on. It's just like this. And then he gets mad at her. She he doesn't even uh he doesn't even forgive her. Uh and just say, oh, and then like smile it off. He's like, How dare you? <laughs> Let's watch that one more time. <laughs> I mean, to be such a hated figure, you've got to, you know, you're probably afraid of your own shadow. We'll give him that. Okay, next up we have a uh, disgraced, fired uh, FBI director Comey uh, posing in Biden-Harris attire and a coffee mug on social media uh, this morning. I just wanted to show that. You can make up your own mind about what that is. Um, next up, I was just watching this. This is why I was a little bit late to the stream. Great channel, Anomaly. A-N-0-M-A-L-Y. He's on YouTube. Um, he he points out this, and a lot of people feel, uh, share these sentiments share these sentiments and feel the same way. Um, first, let's cover what Josh Shapiro, who's been covered by this channel before when he banned um, people making guns, essentially, or something with the uh, two-thirds lower. Uh way that people can make handguns, which is totally unconstitutional against the Second Amendment, but they want to track, trace, and database everything, even us now. But this was before uh, the track, trace, and database when they were talking about that. But Josh Shapiro, the AG of uh, Pennsylvania, came out and said, if all the votes are added up in PA, Trump is going to lose. That's why he's working overtime to subtract as many votes as possible from this process. So that's an interesting, like, people are like, wait, well, why are you saying Trump's going to lose? How could you possibly know? And it's weird how he words this. If, if all the, <laughs> if all the votes are added up in PA, Trump is going to lose. And then he says, for the record, he, meaning Trump, is zero and six against us in court. We've protected voting rights. Now ignore the, vo ignore the noise and vote. And uh, he links to... Inquire.com saying uh, Trump is sowing doubt about the election and it's baseless. So this is an interesting take. Uh, Tom underscore McGuire on Twitter says, I'm trying to imagine what the reaction would be if a Republican AG in Texas or Ohio called the election for Trump before election day. Pretty sure the libs who didn't die of apoplexy would be screaming coup. Shapiro is well aware of the stakes here. This is him talking, I guess, earlier in the month, just like a couple days ago. Uh, that he says, we are the Keystone State. It's clear from an electoral, an electoral college perspective, if you look at the map from last cycle, just how pivotal Pennsylvania is. And we're going to get to uh, Pennsylvania in a second. Um, Pennsylvania is crazy right now at least in terms of like uh, what's showing up on Twitter and social media and stuff. There's like weird footage of like Democrat material pasted all over like the, pre the, the voting precincts and stuff. It's, it's weird. There's, there's a uh, printed out stuff that has the Democrats crisp and clear, their names crisp and clear. And then they have uh, in the comments, or excuse me, uh, then they have the Republican names blurred out. They they obfuscated the Republican names and, and anyone who wasn't a Democrat. It's crazy. I'll, I'll show you it in a second. 
So you guys can see this picture. I don't want to comment on it too much, but it's it looks like like something like Hannibal Lecter would wear or something. Um, I really don't get that. Okay, next up. And, and for, for the podcast listeners, I'll, I'll explain this a little bit more. <laughs> they, uh, there's apparently this new product called Clear Shield, which is like this... I don't even know how to describe it. Is that like a scream mask or, or out of Hollywood, Halloween? Are there any... Uh, the real question is, are there any horror fans in the, in the chat who can help me uh, better describe this mask to the podcast listeners? I... It seems like maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre would be what I'm going with, but it's it's been a while since I've watched those types of movies. Um, but there, it's a clear mask that leaves like your cheekbones hanging out and your eyes hanging out, and uh, theoretically you could see them smiling if they weren't so terrified behind that mask. Okay, next up, uh, I agree with this uh, person here on Twitter who says, this makes absolutely no sense. New York Post New York residents who vote in person won't have ballots counted for a week. New Jersey residents who vote in person won't have ballots counted for a week. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, why? And it's in person. So it's like this is straight out of the New York Post. People just are like, what is going on here? People are very confused, and I am one of them. Okay, thank you, chat. Apparently, it's most like um, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. The crowd has spoken. I thought, I, you know, it's it, it, at the end there, you know, I was thinking uh, Texas Chainsaw, but I should have gone with my gut. So uh, Scott Adams on Twitter says, Tomorrow, and that's today because he said this yesterday, Tomorrow begins the most ambitious disinformation brainwashing campaign you are likely to see in your lifetime. And it will work on at least half the public. So what exactly is he talking about? I, I don't know. I think I think it's, uh, you know, ambiguous and people can can make, you know, fill in the gaps in their own mind, read between the lines. But I think what he's talking about is his opinion that tomorrow um, or today the mainstream media and the tech companies are going to really start pushing a certain talking point and saying nobody's allowed to disagree with us, and if you do, you'll get banned or whatever. Um, and they'll try to even fight this through the courts. And But, you know, I don't think tomorrow begins the most ambitious disinformation brainwashing campaign in our lifetimes. You know, like, I, I've, you know, thinking of all the disinformation and brainwashing campaigns including just 2020 election in general and every election cycle um and this is just one part of the 2020 election cycle brainwashing campaign like that's the way i look at it i don't look at it like trump's an outsider and he's actually upsetting the establishment i look at it like trump's their guy and he's trying and they're trying to galvanize as much support for him as possible by making him look like he's being victimized and he's doing the, the right thing and then when he screws over all of his fans all of the people who love him they they forgive him and they don't they don't hold his feet to the fire and they actually will support ridiculous policies that's what i think so i kind of look at it like 
yeah, Scott's trying to attack the Democrats here, but I, I, I read into it like if you're really trying to get to the bottom of the truth here, Scott, I think the Republicans are being played the most. And uh, I, I'm one who wants Trump to win as well, guys, Republicans that I'm talking to here, um, because Biden scares me a lot. Uh, he's a he confiscates people's stuff. He, he uses government force against people. Trump does as well. They're both awful. I hate them both. But um, if I had to, you know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the the uh, the choice here is so bad. They've they've rigged the choice that the better of the two options, you know, is still evil, as they say. But I could be wrong. I'm open to uh, ideas. And I'm also thinking about opening up the panel uh, either. Could we do it now? Um, yeah, we could do it uh, now or later tonight when we cover the election. So if anybody wants to speak your mind. Let me know in the chat if the moderators... Do we even have any moderators? Uh, Nightbot's holding down the... I'm just kidding. Um, I'll, I'll try to moderate some... Give some people some wrenches and... Uh, or maybe, maybe you guys don't even have to have wrenches to tell people that uh, we are accepting uh, people who want to speak their mind. So just let me know if you want me to open up the Discord panel. All right. So uh, apparently the feds want to enact, want to erect non-scalable fence around the White House. This is from CNN yesterday. Update, they have erected um, some fences around the White House. Um, I saw some video of it. I don't know if I, it was on my other computer. I don't know if it got into my notes and into the lineup here, but I've seen, I've seen the fencing. I think it's the same one, the same fencing they've been using um, on occasion with those White House protests. So uh, next up, this is interesting. Um, Ivan says, with 3D printing, we all win. Good luck enforcing the AR-15 ban or magazine ban when we'll just 3D print them from home. So this is just an interesting reminder of how far 3D printing has gone. Uh, Ivan is back as one of the premier uh, researchers into um, building, manufacturing guns using a cheap $200 printer and some like $20 plastic spool you can get off Amazon and I'm not advocating uh for well I am advocating for innovation and I love the second amendment and I don't see anything wrong with it personally but uh I'm not a lawyer so I don't know what I'm allowed to say exactly but um I think it's interesting I think it's very interesting to note um and keep in mind Joe Biden is a big time gun grabber which is another reason why I don't want him I don't want him at all I don't want Beto O'Rourke to be the gun confiscations are. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I support Trump to Biden, but it's really like you're forcing my hand. It's kind of like when they say they train the the pigeons. Uh, they Remember with like uh, B.F. Skinner, they'd be like, oh, look at this, we trained the pigeon to turn it in a circle. It's like, well, you, you shocked it a bunch of times to make it do that, and then you also starved it until it did exactly what you want. So uh, I don't know if that's you know, really free will. Or is that coercion? So that's kind of how I feel with like supporting Trump over Biden. I think it's foolish to go out and say like, oh, Trump's the best person ever. This is the most important election of our lifetime. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, Biden scares me a lot too. I get it. But um, I'm just trying to make my my opinion very, very explicit. And And I could be wrong, guys. I could be way wrong. This is just how I woke up this morning. Uh, yeah, Cyber Dissonance says every election is a forced hand. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Forced hand. 
All right, next up, we have uh, New York Post with this incredible photo. Florida man catches a 1,000-pound gator after it, after it stalked him for years. Uh, here is the gator. Look how, look how large this, this uh, alligator is compared to this, this man here. It's a 1,000-pound gator. Uh, CST asks, when am I opening the panel? I can open the panel whenever you want. Um, I'm trying to remember how to do that, though. Oh, yes, I remember. I have to wait. I have to get some other headphones. I have to get some other headphones. Um, they should be around here somewhere. I'll, I'll look for them as I. Oh, here they are. Yeah, I can open the open up the panel. I I just want to make it like a few minutes. If, if you guys have something to say, um, it's not going to be like an open ended because uh, it, it doesn't work out well. The flow doesn't work as well as I would like where I go through articles and people bring up points about them. It, it doesn't seem to work as well as I picture it could. All right, next up, we have uh, the National Guard. This is what you guys probably came for from uh, the thumbnail. The National Guard is being deployed in South, South Philadelphia. So you can see they're guarding the Ikea with Humvees and uh, National Guard who are waving hello. <laughs> Um, sheep and wolf's clothing, or, you know, are they just doing an act right here? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't like to see the army on the streets, but I do understand why people, you know, are afraid of upheaval. It seems like they've been planting this idea in people to, to revolt after the election. I really mean that. It's like all these news stories that just kind of make everybody expect it to happen. Um, I think that that's... It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, they're guarding the Ikea. Ikea. It's funny. <laughs> we must protect Ikea at all costs. What in the heck? Yeah, that's a great point. I hate Ikea, to be honest. Uh, there's been stuff I bought from Ikea that I had to scrap because I couldn't figure it out. I am not good uh, at building things, especially when it's like a thousand different little pieces. It's like if I wanted Legos, I would have bought a lego set okay next up uh disclosed tv says breaking massachusetts activates 1000 national guard troops for election day that's a good point italian carrot red uh it could be it could be um just for the parking the parking lot they have um next up we have the moment a German police officer pulls a martial arts kick to the head of a protester at Antifa's protest in Berlin last night. So there's a couple of kicks that go on here. Kick, kick, kick. And then this one, boom, right to the, right to his head. Look at this in slow motion. Wow. So that's that's Antifa an anti-fascist being kicked in the head by a German police officer. Um it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't I don't know if it's called for. I don't know the the context. I, I can't imagine it being called for. I, I don't know what we're looking at exactly. I'm sure some people like it. 
Uh, CST keeps asking for a link. I'm a little worried to just invite you up on the panel, to be honest. Uh, let's do it after the show panel on my backup channel. I'm, I'm writing on one strike, and I don't really want somebody just to come up and start yelling obscenities or anything. Um, Disclose TV says, breaking, 95 million Americans voted before Election Day. This makes up to 70% of the total 2016 vote. So a lot of people voted before the election day. 95 million. There's only 330 million. So that's a lot of votes before election day. Uh, this is out of Italy. Breaking. Nationwide nighttime curfew and restricts the movement of citizens between region amid pandemic. Italy declares nationwide nighttime curfew and restricts the movement of citizens between re regions amid pandemic. Wow. Nighttime curfew in Italy, and you can't move about freely within the country. Next up, we have Delaware GOP candidate Lauren Witzke confronts Chris Kuhn with copy of Biden's laptop. So this is a bit of a publicity stunt or maybe just trying to raise awareness uh, for Biden's laptop from hell, which it says on there. But uh, I just, I think it's, it's interesting how he responds to it. And it's also interesting that she's so confident in, um, in, in her claims. And cause she said some interesting things in the past, uh, in the past. And I'm going to put a link in the chat to my backup channel um, about this video here, about what did Joe whisper into the, into the ear of this uh, Senator Kuhn's daughter. I'm sure you've all seen that really inappropriate scene where there's... Um... Oh, that's interesting. Super Eyes says when you look at how many are old enough to vote, it's even fewer. I mean, obviously fewer. Um, but yeah, go check out my backup channel. We'll go do a, a an open panel over there if anybody wants to uh, speak your mind. And we'll all go over there right after this. But... Um, Chris Coons' daughter is the one that Joe Biden whispered in and whispered in her ears, and she she pulled away. Um, let's. I just want to show you guys the clip. Where is the clip? Where is he? Senator Coons! Who are you? Right here. Hey, who are you? Why are you touching my candidate? We have evidence right here. Don't touch my candidate. All right, so apparently he runs away here. And also, apparently, it looks like we might have uh, somebody who wants to join on the panel. So uh, I'm just going to open up the panel now. Um, I will kick people out if they uh, try to get me banned by saying things that aren't allowed to be said on YouTube. You guys know the rules. You guys know what they're, being ba what they're banning people for. Um, and I'll, I'll just cut it off. You know, I can't risk it right now. Sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, this is interesting. And apparently he just runs away from the laptop. 
you know, it would be an interesting case, an interesting time for him to make a, a stance against his opponent, you would think, right? It's at a campaign event. He's supposed to be saying how he's better than this woman at the for the job, right? Why he deserves their vote. And you'd think he could, you know, even, I mean, it, it's his crowd, right? He could play it up and be like, call, look at, you know, uh, make some, you know, get some jabs in. But uh, I did put the link into, oh, wait, I didn't link it up yet. Here, here's the link to the, uh, the, the waiting room. If you come onto the waiting room, then I will, um, I will open up the call to you so you can speak your mind. And uh, while we wait, I'll keep going through the articles. We have a lot of them today. This is uh, off of Twitter. People are boarding up their businesses in anticipation of Election Day because the left has had months of practice, planning, organization, and mobilization in preparation to destroy cities for this very moment. It's no accident. Interesting. All right. So uh, it looks like we have somebody in the, the waiting room. My, I'm just not, oh, there he, he disappears. Okay, um, maybe that was a different person. I'm trying to see here. Sorry, everyone, for the issue. I wasn't expecting to open up the panel, really. Um, if I go to my voice settings, input is the line, output is... Well, the person in the waiting room is muted and deafened, so we don't really have anyone waiting. You know what? Let's just try this panel at another time. I, I can't figure it out right now. It's kind of confusing with all with the mixer and and all the settings. We're just going to keep going. We have a lot of news anyway. So the next one, people are boarding up their businesses. Okay, we covered this. Uh, they're thinking that the left may have been using the uh, those all those protests and rallies as practice for organization and, and mobilization. I mean, now, I think that that is an interesting claim, an interesting thought. I, don't, I would say that's taken it a little bit far, but that could be the underlying reason, right? Okay, next up. Um, Stephanie Myers says, New, the Trump campaign releases a statement on Democrat plans to delegitimize Election Day results. So this is a statement they put out uh, yesterday. Let's check this out. Trump campaign statement on Democrat plans to delegitimize election day results. Democrats are panicking because Joe Biden has not run up a large enough lead in early votes in battleground states, and they know that President Trump's in-person votes on election day will make up the difference and, pro and propel him to victory. Biden's political oper er, operatives have already been distributing talking points and research to delegitimize election day results by coaching surrogates to refer to the president's election day success as a red mirage. The operatives are advising surrogates and media to create a smokescreen by casting blame all around. Ima um, imagining postal delays or falsely claiming that mail-in ballots that have simply not been returned should be considered legitimate votes that need to be counted. None of this will be true, but it will be held up as 
proof that President Trump's victory is a so-called red mirage. No one should fall for it. So this is what they've been talking about for, for months now. They say, oh, yeah, it's, it might look like Trump won on election night, but that's going to be the, what, we, what we like to call the red mirage. And then we'll have the blue wave or the blue shift, or I forgot what they called it. I think blue shift, whereby somehow Biden will get just enough votes after they know exactly how many voted for Trump um, in the coming days, because I guess the, all the, the mail-in votes are still being counted or, or whatever, still arriving from, from the mail. It's, it's, it's hard to picture how that would happen, but we all know it's going to play out, and they're going to ban everybody who objects to it. I have a, I have a, a feeling. And um, anyone who dares say that Trump won is just going to get banned off Twitter and probably YouTube and probably Facebook. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So they say here, we are aware that Democrats have already cut television ads that they are prepared to deploy to further cement the red mirage misinformation, seeking to convince people that all Joe Biden would need for victory is more time, extending well beyond election day. At the same time, we fully anticipate the Democrats will be in court arguing to extend deadlines for accepting and counting votes mailed and received well past deadlines in, enacted by individual state laws. Americans should remember that Biden has, a, has assembled a massive team of lawyers who will try to loosen election integrity so they can steal this election. And also recall that Hillary Clinton advised Biden not to concede under, under any circumstances, or not to concede defeat under any circumstances. The last gasp of the, bride, of the Biden campaign will be the ugly, excuse me, the last gasp will be ugly and it will be ruthless. What actually has happened is that Democrats fielded a candidate in Joe Biden who excites virtually no one and his potential voters are not motivated to go to the polls in person. Democrats also made the mistake of spending months frightening their supporters away from voting in person because of the coronavirus. And that's just to step out again. We, we're, we, this is, you know, straight up uh, campaign propaganda here. And, and they, they could have some good points. I think they do. But, um, you know, this isn't me talking. I'm reading, I'm reading Trump's campaign speech. But um, it is interesting. I think they might try to make the argument that uh, COVID wasn't what it, it, it created a chilling effect or it, it, stopped, it uh, suppressed voters. And that's why Trump won, because his base, you know, is, is dangerous or something. I don't know. I, I just uh, I wonder if they're going to try to use COVID as an excuse to to redo the election. They're like, hey, we need to do it after COVID passes because we can't we can't risk it. It says uh, now they being being uh, the Biden campaign realized that the, uh, that their early vote lead will not be enough. Biden's campaign also committed the political sin of uh, failing to build a ground game or field operation, and now they are uh, paying the, the price with their inability to turn out supporters. Biden knows that the votes he already has in the bank through early voting are from supporters they already had, so he has cannibalized his own election day turnout. Because of this Biden predicament, we are on guard for Democrats to attempt to subvert state deadlines for receiving and counting ballots, and we will fight to make sure they adhere to the law. And that's interesting because I think we've already seen some states uh, come out saying they might 
uh, move the the deadline back a couple days. Uh, North Carolina, I believe, is one of them. So it says, and we will we will fight to make sure they adhere to the law. President Trump wants every eligible voter to be able to vote to be able to vote vote once and have it counted. So I thought that was actually a pretty good um, statement there. I think uh, their assessment of what the Biden campaign and, and is going to do is probably pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> look at this picture they chose for Trump. It looks like he's, it looks like he's uh, channeling uh, some guy from Germany. So it says here, uh, scholars warn of collapse of democracy as Trump versus Biden election looms. <laughs> I love this. This is from, um, I guess, Yahoo. The, no, it's from The Guardian. Scholars warn of collapse of democracy. It's like, first of all, scholars, maybe you should note that we don't really have a democracy. And uh, you know what's funny, though, is I, I looked up the word democracy to see what Google is telling people democracy means. And they say democracy is... A system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of a state, typically through elected representatives. So it says typically through elected representatives. So really, democracy is typically uh, representatives. Okay. That makes sense. So is this guy a representative? Is he? So is that, is that democracy? No, not to the experts. Or maybe it still is democracy, but they warn it's about to collapse. Um, it says dozens of experts on fascism warn of global danger. Call in for action from ordinary people. It is not too late. Republicans resemble autocrat parties. Uh, dozens of historians and uh, excuse me, dozens of historians of fascism and authoritarianism have signed a, learn a letter warning that democracy is either withering or in full-scale collapse. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, they, um, it's, it's, it's all so ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't have a great system of government. You know, it's, it's authoritarian and fascist, and it's collapsed, all right, but is Biden the answer to that? Is that what you're saying? Like, what are they saying exactly? Are they warning that both candidates are fascists, fascists and authoritarians and that uh, we're moving into a medical scientific dictatorship where uh, the authorities in the white lab coats get to tell people who live and who die, who's allowed to do business, who's allowed to show their face, who's allowed to travel, who's allowed to work, who's allowed to go to school. It's like, yeah, we're moving in, you know, headlong into authoritarianism but like what do you guys <laughs> you guys are blaming the republicans like that's where that's where you lose me not that i like the republicans but because if you think the republicans are more fascist than the democrats i don't really i don't really see how how you can come to that conclusion honestly i know it, it's going to sound crazy to the democrats but the, i guess they have their different flavors of of fascism right like the republicans are all about the national security apparatus the military the police state and the democrats are about speech suppression um 
taxation to death, gun confiscation. So it's like, yeah, I don't like either side, to be honest. Let's see what the scholars recommend we do. Whether Donald J. Trump, this is a quote, whether Donald J. Trump is a fascist, a post-fascist populist, an autocrat, or just a bumbling opportunist, the danger to democracy did not arrive with his presidency and goes well beyond November 3rd, 2020. The scholars write. Look at this. However, the hysteria... The historians warn, particularly in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, quote, the temptation to take refuge in the figure of arrogant strength is now greater than ever. They suggest citizens must be ready not only to defend democracy at the ballot box, but, quote, if necessary, also through nonviolent protests in the street. Defend democracy. Go, pro- go protest in the street. Break something. No, I'm just kidding. That's I mean, it seems like that's what they're really kind of hinting at, though. And uh, they say nonviolent to kind of cover their um, their liabilities. That's the lesson to not be complacent in moments like this, says Jennifer, a professor of German history. This is very dangerous, a very dangerous time. And we all have a responsibility to prop up democracy. Yeah, exactly, Julie. Hysterical historians. That's what I was laughing to myself because I kind of started it by saying hysteria. No, historians. <laughs> they were being hysterical. So enough of that. But yeah, big shock. The academics are freaking out and, and trying to subvert democracy under the guise of saving democracy, right? <laughs> and it's not democracy. I mean, I, I, I guess according to Google's definition, it kind of is democracy. Um, I don't know. We know what's going on. Somewhat. So the next one uh, asks, or let's look at this. Uh, let's look at the main quote here. Um, okay, I okay. So uh, this person here, Election Law Center, asks, "How is a policy analysis, or excuse me, how is a policy analyst at the National Governors Association?" allowed to openly participate in a shutdown DC Antifa chaos planning call during business hours. And look at this slide. What is direct action? Someone's sharing the screen on Zoom. Direct action is a tool of political action. Direct action often relies on collective action rooted in a spirit of self-determination and intention to affect transformative social change. Goal, to shut things down. To open things up, to pressure a target, to reimagine what's possible, to intervene in a system, to empower people, to defend something good, to shine a spotlight on something bad. It's beautiful trouble. (laughs) Beautiful trouble. Shoot me. Actually, don't. These people might actually do it. Um, Smart direct action assesses power dynamics and find a way to shift them. Beautiful trouble. It's like... I'm, yeah, what are these federal government, what are, the, what are these employees doing, um, like doing, and what, like what, what are these people doing during their day job is my question. And they're taking all this money from us, all, all this money from taxpayers. Like I, 
there's some absurd amount of people who have government jobs in the United States. Like, let's see. How many government workers in U.S.? <laughs> the federal government employs nearly 9.1 million workers. <laughs> what? I, I never heard that stat before. The federal government employs 9.1 million workers, 6% of total employment in the United States. The next uh, person is complaining about Christian Adams uh, complaining about uh, this woman here, Sweta Haldar, uh, participating during business hours in <laughs> uh, revolutionary sedition. And uh, Mary says, is PL PIL Foundation aware the lawyers on their payroll are doxing young women of color? No, we, aren't you supposed to capitalize the C? Is this a hate crime? I think you're supposed to capitalize the C and the W. Um, knowingly and intentionally putting them in harm's way is the kind of representation people can expect from PIL Foundation. Public interest legal PIL Foundation replies, yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's probably the same guy who runs this other account. Like, people are funny. Okay, uh, moving on. And if you haven't seen that, by the way, I did cover this in the past. It's um, a video that... I'm forgetting her name now. Shoot. Uh, Millie, we Millie Weaver put out a video um, showing this, showing the screenshots here. Or the, the, actually the, the recordings of these meetings where they're just openly talking about crazy stuff and, and, and touting their government credentials at the beginning of the meetings. Okay, next up. Uh, I don't know where this is. Some people guessed Liverpool. Uh, here's Madrid. So somewhere in England, people are guessing. Let's watch this clip first. Wow. 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 So crazy scenes there. And this was like uh, last night or the night. Yeah, I think last night. Or maybe the night before, actually. Um, apparently, we also have some action in Madrid a day ago. Sorry for the volume.
So that makes sense, right? Gas a bunch of people with CS gas during a what they call a pandemic that spreads from coughing. Next up, uh, we have um, this person asking a question. This is Politicurd on Twitter. What other U.S. president has gotten we love you chants by the people of literally every state he visits? Can anyone think of another president who's gotten this? I think it's worth pointing out. And I would not be one of the people chanting, I love you, or we love you. Um, just being real. But it's, it's you know, quite a phenomenon that this is happening. Uh, we won. And it wasn't even close when you get right down to it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. That's really nice. Don't make me cry. I'll cry with that whole thing. I'll cry. And then they'll have it on to, they'll say the. All right. Next up, we say, uh, we, we see here, Jack Posobiec is saying, Biden campaign manager says, under no scenario will Trump be allowed to declare victory tomorrow. I've even heard some people say, I haven't confirmed this that some of the tech policies allow Biden to declare victory, but not Trump. I don't know if that's true. It sounds hard to believe. Here's something saying uh, that Twitter won't let candidates claim victory themselves. Let's check this out. Bostonglobe.com. Uh, well, not really. It's going to make me do something I'm not going to do right now. Um, Breitbart News says Pennsylvania officials are warning that the processing of thousands of mail-in ballots, in addition to votes at the polls and absentee ballots, could take several days. So people are saying it's rigged. People are saying that, you know, the the extra time will allow them under cover of, of darkness, under cover of limited visibility from the public to do all sorts of crazy stuff. And uh, we're going to wait. Just wait. Hold on, folks, because we're going to get to, at the end of this episode, all of the um, things that popped up this morning with people having a hard time casting their votes and very shady stuff going on um, that many people are saying is electioneering. And I, I did a full video on this article um, last night. Make sure you go check that out. It's a, um, it's a thumbnail with a picture of Trudeau and a, a red Canada um, and, and, like, computers and stuff. The... Uh, this came out of the Ottawa Citizen. Canadian military wants to establish new organizations to use propaganda and other techniques to influence Canadians. And I pointed out um, JTRIG and all of those leaked documents we have on the UK um, military doing the same thing. GCHQ, I guess it's not military. What is that, a security agency? Kind of like the CIA. So please go watch that video. Um, it's one of the most important videos I've made. It goes over a lot of interesting material. I think it, it's about two hours long, so I get I, I guess people don't like the long stuff as much, but um, it's a shame that the stuff that <laughs> that when you make videos, it's a shame that like the stuff you want people to see is always like the stuff that doesn't ever you know get traction. But whatever, whatever. Uh, next up, this is funny. Um, this is another mixer mistake by Biden. And uh, Biden is saying, uh, well, Biden, t you know, is putting on his mask or maybe he had his mask on, his 
already started taking it off, but he, he leans in to say something else to the crowd before he leaves. And the, instead of unmuting the, the microphone and turning it up, the guy running the mixer turns up the music and just, it's, it's really crazy. Um, I'm going to get a copyright strike if I play the music, but just uh, take my word. Well, let, let me mute it at, at first and then we'll play just a couple of key seconds of the music. So he's putting his mask on and he's like, oh, wait, no, no, no. And then he, he's about to start talking. Here he goes. <laughs> and then the music kicks in. One last thing. Actually, no, his music or his mic was working. We could hear him say one last thing. <laughs> and then he just like he does that little like hand like thing he's like oh no screw you dude you can't run the mixer it's funny they made a lot of those types of mistakes with um joe's campaign i guess they have a mixer without like this mute button that i see how i was able to meet myself there um like the mixer I have has uh, like the volume controls and then it also has uh, mute buttons. So you can keep the volume where you want it and then just unmute. Like you would think they'd be able to buy a $300 mixer. Moving on. The Hill says Pelosi says House is prepared to decide president if election results are disputed. Oh, she's ready to decide. Hey, if there's any disputation, um, if there's anybody who disputes the results, I, Nancy, will... I'm here to help. So, do we even want to read more about this? I'm not sure. I say no. I think we get the gist. But this is concerning. This is out of American Airlines press release. American Airlines expands pre-flight testing program to more destinations. Pre-flight testing to launch for more destinations in the Caribbean, Latin America, and Hawaii. Our initial pre-flight testing has performed remarkably well, including terrific customer feedback about the ease and availability of testing options. The next phase is an, in, is an invigorating step forward in American Airlines' relentless pursuit of reopening international travel and driving industry recovery while delivering a safe and positive travel experience. Oh, man. Masks and testing. Oh, my. And vaccines, right? Uh, okay, this is another crazy story. Twitter says, okay, there's seven people, seven outlets who can call the election. Nobody else. <laughs> so who are the seven outlets? I'm sure they'll have a lot of different sources, right? It won't just be the ones that the globalists all control. ABC News. Ah, oh, shoot. This isn't looking good. AP. That's the Associated Press. CNN. Uh CBS News, or I call them C, like S-E-E-B-S News. Decision Desk HQ, whatever Decision Desk HQ is. Fox News and NBC News. All outlets that experts agree have verified unbiased decision, decision, desk, decision desks calling elections. So this is crazy to me. Uh, first of all, they're, they're trying to get everyone to agree that these are the, this is the authority. Twitter decides, okay, these people are the authority. Now, authority is a very important word, goes along with obedience. Authority means, um, and I'm reading off Google's de uh, definition here. 
The power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. And then the obedient sheeple obey authority. Get it? So here is Twitter saying, okay, we're only going to listen to these seven outlets who are all probably working in, in, in league, right? And then they say, uh, this is then Axios, which I think is HBO, right? Axios comes out and says, all outlets that experts agree have verified unbiased decision desks calling elections. So it's just like, okay, let's get some experts in to just say they're very good also. And then uh, they are going to be the authorities. So, you know, a lot of a lot of their work is in presenting controlled infiltrated groups as the authority. Because once they have, oh, the WHO, you know, the gold standard of world health, (laughs) once they have the authority in the minds of the people, then they have the obedience in the minds of the people. Okay, next up. This is interesting. Um, This is national file Patrick Howley, who does some great investigative journalism. Like, I think everyone really would, not everyone, uh, I I bet you Democrats would hate his work. Uh, Not that he's partisan, but just because... You know, everything that doesn't flatter them, they they hate. They're used to being pampered by CNN. Um, but he's he's broken a lot of uh, huge stories that I pass along to the people. But I, I recommend just going to the source. Follow him on Twitter. Check out his site, nationalfile.com. But uh, here is the story I want to cover. Audio. Philly teacher reveals school lunch workers gave ballots to children. So a teacher reveals that, apparently. Um an art teacher revealed that cafeteria workers at a Philly school were instructed to hand out absentee ballots to school children. Cafeteria workers were instructed, instructed by whom? To hand out absentee ballots to school children? Like, what is going on with this? Um, Pennsylvania is counting paper ballots three days after election day, even if the ballots are not postmarked by election day. So what's going on here? Uh, Here's a quote. (laughs) Uh, My cousin and research partner is a teacher in one of the Philadelphia schools with a large migrant illegal uh, immigrant population. A friend of his works in the lunch program, and she said to him that her manager told uh, told her to pass the ballots out. Our source source told National File. Again, nationalfile.com, great website. And um, hopefully they don't mind me sharing this article with you. Um, Now, National File reached out uh, to the art teacher, and he confirmed the story, but said there's nothing that can be done about it at this point, and then cowardly declined to elaborate further. So this is a, a conversation National TV had with the Philadelphia teacher. And I'm going to share this link in the chat so everyone can make sure to go uh, support this YouTube channel. Hello? Hi, is this Bob? Yeah. Hey, uh, my name's Patrick. I'm a uh, reporter, and uh, I was hoping uh, we could... I'm going to speed it up a little bit. One and a half speed. We talk about um, the uh, cafeteria potentially uh, handing out ballots. Um, all right, but I mean, it's if it's happening, that's like a huge, huge problem well, with the. It already happened. It would have been like in the summer sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, there's no way 
way you could do, even do anything about it. So that's Philadelphia for you. So the the lunch ladies passed out absentee ballots to the kids at school. So, you know what, I have to I have to say, it does sound fishy. If it's all based on this one guy's testimony and he's not going to talk about it, but he he just kind of wants to say it happened, it's, it's an interesting claim that he made, right? I'm not saying that this happened. I'm just covering the allegation, like it says here. It's, it is a stunning allegation. So I, I, I'm not saying that they gave out ballots to children. That sounds very hard for me to believe on so many levels. Um... But it's just one of these stories that hits you and you're like, what is going on out there? Okay, next up we have um, CJ Truth on Twitter, big um, Trump account, quarter million followers. Uh, and I, I, I say Trump account, I, I just mean like uh, big in the conservative circles, let's say. Uh, why do you think Trump and his family are ultra confident, CJ asks. Whole family smiling and dancing to YMCA historic. <laughs> historic that's a historic dance to ymca there no i'm just kidding i think i know what they mean but uh look at all these people with the red hats which is an anagram for hatred by the way red hat that's a maga on them and then they're probably also wearing these maga masks maga being the top or the uh at least as far as public the public's aware there might be higher uh degrees but one of the top ranking or the top ranking uh degree in the church of satan uh let me show you this so you're not so you know i'm not lying uh churchofsatan.com slash hierarchy you can confirm what i'm saying here the fifth degree that actually if you count here it's the sixth level the fifth degree is called mega magus magus is a uh latin word meaning uh sorcerer or ma actually no wait what is I have a dictionary here. Let's maybe we can look it up. But uh it means sorcerer, wizard, Zoroastrian in um if you look it up its meaning. But I think Magus let's let's just see here. This is why it's nice to have. And what I really like about uh Latin dictionaries is or dictionaries in general versus looking things up online is you can see the words all around the one you're looking up and see if there's any patterns here. So Magicus means relating to magic. Magus means um I don't I don't know what that means actually. Uh I guess it doesn't have, it doesn't have to do with magic, I guess. Um Magister Master Chief Head Director So there's a lot of similar things. Let's see Mag us would be further on Magus. Just Magnus. I know, people are probably like, why are we watching this guy look up in a book? Um, oh, found it, found it. So, Magus means a learned man among the Persians. Also means a magician. Magus also means, the second definition, magical. Magical. And you look at these other words here. Uh, magistra, magister. Oh, that, didn't we just talk about that one? What are the odds? Maybe it's because I just saw it on the page there. Magister means master, chief, head, director, superintendent 
in Latin. So I just wanted to point that out. Like, I would never be caught dead in a MAGA mask. But um, to each their own, I guess. Next up, we have uh, Joe Biden saying, we've got to beat Donald Trump. He's the virus. <laughs> so funny picture there, too, of, of Joe. We've got to beat Donald Trump. He's the virus. So basically, that's kind of what they're starting to tell themselves. Oh, everyone that we don't agree with, now they're the you know inhuman virus that we must destroy. It's like, wow, you guys really uh, scapegoated all of your problems onto this virus, shut down the whole world in paranoia and uh, just overt hysteria and fear. And now, oh, wait, wait, the truth's the virus. Oh, there's an infodemic, says the World Health Organization. Oh, now Donald Trump is the virus. Oh, uh, Keith Olbermann says we have to kill all the maggot, maggots or whatever he said. Uh, what, did he, what did he say about that? Uh, round them up? Or... Crazy stuff. So... This is just crazy. Uh, like, I, I've said since the beginning that I thought that this uh, was at least in part a parable about how information spreads through society and how they can stop ideas from spreading through society and how they can permeate other ideas and uh, how, how things, yeah, just basically the gossip protocol if, you, if you're into um, math, you can look at like networks or graphs directed graphs and how gossip spreads throughout a system throughout a network it's it's very similar to epidemiology at least as far as i can tell right people infect other people and we we went into in a lot of depth in that video i mentioned earlier this one uh canadian military wants to establish new tech new organization to use propaganda and other techniques to influence canadians we talk about like the different steps that they admit that they have to follow or that they, they have to walk people to. So first thing is they have to deliver a message to somebody. They have to attend what they call attend to the message, which I guess means attention, right? Attention and attend. So uh, you have to get their attention. They have to process the message. They have to internalize the message. Then they have to behave in accordance with the message. So it's all... Um, I don't know. It's all so clinical and just heartless. You know, they just want to impose their will on everybody. So is there a video of him saying this? I'd love to see a video of him calling Donald Trump a virus. So sorry about the buzz. We'll get through it, though. For the leading journalist, he said he knew. He knew how dangerous it was, but he lied to the American people. He knew it wasn't going to What awful audio. I can't watch two minutes of this. Apparently, he says, to beat the virus, we got to beat Donald Trump. He's the virus. Oh, what? He's the virus. So uh, conservative ideas, I guess, are the real virus. You've been fooled, folks. All right, moving on. Kamala Harris echoes Karl Marx in a campaign video. Now, this is very interesting. Uh, she talks about how the government has to act to make sure everyone ends up in the exact same place. Very scary language, in my opinion, coming from the vice president. And a lot of people are going to say, how dare you question equality? I think that all people are created equal to some. I mean, it, I get what that expression means, but we're all different and we all have different 
interests and hobbies and, and other people have different interests and hobbies. And if you do something that other people are interested in, you're going to have more success in this world than if you do something that people hate. Generally, I mean, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy how, uh, it's like not politically correct just to say the obvious on, in some cases. So let's just watch this. So there's a big difference between equality and I'm tired of that pop-up ad. Let's just go to Twitter. There's a big difference between equality and equity. Equality suggests, oh, everyone should get the same amount. The problem with that, not everybody's starting out from the same place. So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there and I started out over here, we could get the same amount, but you're still gonna be that far back behind me. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. So that sounds really great to a lot of people. Um, and they're going to hear people say, oh, you don't want people to end up in the same place. You're an evil fascist Hitler. But I, I just wonder, okay, how would this work in practice? So if somebody's not quite where, where they're supposed to be, the government's going to come and make them, make them smarter, make them want to learn something, make them want to do, be something they're not. Um, is that even what that person would want? Like, would it that be authoritarianism if if the government just started forcing you to be something you're not? I don't know. I, I'm I'm just trying to picture how this works. Now, I think what they're really talking about isn't trying to make everyone exactly equal and, and ex excellent. Is, is that something that you think that the state has done in your life, tried to make you excellent? No, it's tried to enslave us. So um, that's what I think they'll do more of. And we'll all be dirt poor, and uh, that'll be the unifying equality, I guess, amongst us at that point. I mean, look at how much money we have as a country. None. <laughs> we have a lot of debt. Like what, a 25 trillion or something? Like, let's see, debt clock, QS. And the, the Democrats will come out with plans that are like, oh, let's spend 40 trillion and give everyone health care for a year. Or so, I, that's that's a joke. I don't know exactly what how long that plan would give people health care, but they just have the most ridiculous policy. Oh, 27 trillion now. Oh wow, COVID really uh hurt the hurt the balance sheet, didn't it? 27.2 trillion dollars. And they're talking about how the government needs to spend money to get us all in the same place. Yeah, we're all equally at the bottom of the ditch in a big pit, you know. Okay, next up. Last-minute panic, Biden campaign now says President Trump is within one state of winning election. The the Bidens are, or the Biden campaign, I think, is running off of some very flawed data. You know, if I had to predict what's, what's going to happen here tonight, I think that they're going to say, oh, look at this, Trump got so many, uh, Trump got a lot of votes, but hey, don't you dare say he won. Don't you dare say he won. That's a red wave. Or no, excuse me, that's a red mirage. That's the red mirage, and... Then the blue shift. Get ready for the blue shift. Anyone who doesn't accept any blue shift deniers, any blue shift denialists out there, um, that is like the worst thing. How can you deny the blue shift is coming? 
Alright, so I don't really want to read that. This is interesting. This was set to me. Um, apparently, they this is a General Tom McKinnery. And he's talking about something, um, so, some deep state surveillance tool that, that he says is being used to do election fraud. I think it's quite an outrageous claim. Not outrageous. Well, yeah, outrageous, right? Yes. It, it uh, elicits outrage. But, you know, it, it's so out there that I would need to see more proof. But the fact that, like, uh, a lieutenant general is talking about dig- digital manipulation of vote count is very interesting to me, especially the work I've done uh, covering and reporting on Election Guard, Microsoft's product, and how that could be used to totally take over the world elections. Let's watch this a little bit on 1.5 speed. Made a huge impact upon our listening audience and on our country. And in fact, of the thousands of interviews I have done, that interview on March 19th, 2017, with General Tom McInerney, McInerney with the support of Admiral Ace Lyons, I believe has had the most profound effect on our country and our freedom. On that day, about 15 minutes before Tom went on, with the support of Admiral Lyons, Tom texted me, said, Admiral Lyons and I have some very important information we need to get out immediately. It's of utmost importance. He told me what it was about, and we went with it live. And in that segment, he, General McInerney and Admiral Lyons brought forth information that President Obama... John Brennan, his director of the CIA, his director of national intelligence, James Clapper, with the support of Comey and Mueller, had developed and, if you will, taken a system that was initially used to monitor terrorists internationally to protect our country, a surveillance platform called the Hammer, that they had privatized it and taken for their own personal use and directed at American citizens, millions of American citizens, but in particular targeted their political opponents, such as Donald Trump and General Flynn. Why? To get information that they could use for control purposes. A highly illegal act. Violation of, well, at least the Fourth Amendment. But a criminal act. And General McInerney and Admiral Lyons came forward with that information. Immediately after that interview, uh, well, we got a lot of blowback from deep state players. Uh, And in fact, uh, uh, still do to this day. But we stand behind that information. And the great investigative journalists Mary Fanning and Alan Jones were the ones who actually wrote the first written words about the hammer two weeks, about two weeks before we presented that information. Confirmed. So they're talking about something called the hammer and something called... um scorecard so i don't know what they're talking i don't like i kind of get what they're talking about but they they sound very concerned and we also have a uh, bannon who comes out and interviews this guy as well so this could be just like a a psyop in and of itself but i'm just trying to make sense of it if anyone knows what we're listening to or if you want to say this is stupid and we're way off base please let me know your thoughts on this let's let's listen more to uh to tom here through military intelligence contacts of Admiral Lyons and General McInerney. Yesterday, I received a call from General McInerney, who told me that he had some very important information as it relates to the election and some vote potential criminal acts that were occurring that needed to become public. General McInerney has enlisted enlisted a number of individuals and taken this to the highest levels of our government. And we started speaking about it on social media to break open the story, to expose it, because the key with this issue is exposing the criminal deep state operation of what they're trying to do potentially with this election and stealing votes, network the information to the Trump administration, which has been done because of the courage of General McInerney and many, many of the patriots with him. And it also comes down to you. The way we subvert what the deep state is trying to do with the election, to hand it, to their puppet Joe Biden is for a huge voter turnout for you and every person you know to go out and vote for Donald Trump and everybody on the right or the freedom side of the equation. I am honored to have back with me my friend General Tom McInerney for 35 years. He served as a pilot commander, strategic. Oh man, we were listening to somebody else there. I thought we were listening to the lieutenant general. So let's let's skip ahead to this guy. Um, 
you know, and maybe this is all just to rile up the Trump people and say, oh, look, the deep state's trying to steal it. So that's kind of what I'm thinking it's possibly. But I don't I don't trust the elections and the idea that we can't even call the elections illegitimate or suspect or question their legitimacy is concerning to me. And this is becoming more and more like a a crime to to dare say that you don't trust the elections. It's like saying you don't you don't know for sure the Holocaust happened exactly like they say happened. You're like they're like what? How could you not know? We all know. We all know what happened. It's like well I don't know that the elections being counted. Exa- oh no, we know Tim. We know. How dare you be in um <laughs> agnostic and and just admit to to your own lack of understanding? How dare you? Obama administration, Biden, Clapper, Brennan, Mueller, Comey, and moved out of the military. I was asked today how they did that out of the CIA. And uh, let's remember, this was a a signals intelligence group that was listening to U.S. citizens. That is against the U.S. law. Now, this is piquing my interest, right? SIGINT, signal intelligence, is them intercepting uh, communications across Internet cables. And then they uh, decrypt them. They they sometimes do man-in-the-middle attacks. Uh, sometimes they prevent the signal from going through. Uh, they can disrupt, deny service, so on and so forth. Uh, but one of the main things is just surveillance. They read all. They can see a lot of the traffic going around on the internet. The only people that can listen is the National Security Council, and they can't listen to U.S. citizens. Now, what has just transpired, and I found out yesterday, is they have got converted the Hammer program with a application, like on your iPhone, your apps called scorecard and that steals votes in the voting machines we've all thought the voting machines were very secure and we've heard president obama saying nobody could get into them because they were broken down into the states well he was getting into them and uh, he did it in the 2012 election uh, and which he used it to win the state of florida he keeps the vote percentage his the democratic party about three percent ahead and if you look at what's going on with the polls and the, and the complicity of the mainstream media on the New York Post article uh, about uh, Biden, uh, you quickly understand the complicity and the cooperation that's going on between the Democratic Party and the mainstream media. Well, he's right about a lot of this stuff, and I just don't know about the other things he's saying. But, you know, and maybe, you know, we all take mental shortcuts, and I'm going to admit to one here. Uh, I think we all kind of listen to somebody. If they sound confident and they sound genuine, we, we, we think they're telling the truth. And I, I kind of get the impression this guy is truthful and genuine. But, you know, that can easily be played by someone deceptive um, by sounding confident and genuine, <laughs> like we covered in the documents the other day. Please go watch that video about the uh, Canadian uh, military and propagandist trolls. They are one and the same. Now, what I found out yesterday was that they are planning on using the hammer with the application scorecard to win the election. And they are going against the battleground states, which we all know what the battleground states are, Florida, Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, and Arizona, according to our source. And uh, those are the key ones that change the vote and that gives you the winning number in the Electoral College. Uh, Scorecard steals the elections by tampering with the computers at the transfer points. I won't get into too much of the details, but where these transfer points come in, and they do it after human intervention has been, there's no more. They use a a very highly skilled algorithm that uh, the source created and this was to be used in foreign countries and by the CIA. They converted. Did you hear that? He said something very interesting there. He said the source created 
and it's being used by the CIA. He talked about a group there called The Source that is working alongside the CIA. Does anybody know anything about that group, The Source? Because it sounds like he just said, he just name dropped a group that I've never heard of. Does anybody know who The Source is that would develop a program that the CIA would utilize? To the U.S. And that's the danger that we now face. Even though the polls are closing and locking in, they are preparing and are planning on using this system, the hammer, with the scorecard application to win this, win, to win this election. Uh, and I think, you know, that we've all got to understand what uh, Joseph Stalin said, mm. that uh, it's not who votes, it's who counts the votes that wins. And that's what we've got. Everybody is, and I certainly thought that these voting machines were immune and nobody could do this. But here, lo and behold, the hammer system that uh, the Democratic Party moved out of the CIA and now has ensconced in, in an area in Maryland. And uh, they also have an alternate site because they tried to use it in the 2016 uh, election, Dr. Dave. But somebody intervened and they didn't. And that's why Hillary and all of them were shocked. The media that Trump won. How could that happen? And it was because they had put the system in, and the system failed them due to fortuitous reasons. Uh, and that's why they have a backup now. So it's important, as you said, that every American get out and vote and vote for Trump and vote straight red for the Republican Party. Because this goes back, this is all connected to what happened with the Russian hoax, with the uh, campaign tampering that they were doing. And with Russian, they conceived that idea. And we spent, what, two and a half years, almost three years, $40 million with Mueller, who it turns out, was all part of the scheme. He hasn't been brought to justice yet. But all his team on that. It was amazing that their that their that their iPhones all their memories were all destroyed by accident. So the corruption that the Obama administration left still hasn't been brought by John Durham or uh, uh, Bill Barr, the uh, Attorney General. And so it's uh, it's extremely important that these facts be made to the American people. Now what happens is if they're successful and they do that. Then they're going to take the weight of public opinion on 3 November, the night of it, early in the morning of 4 November, and declare Biden the winner. And if uh, President Trump then gets in and gets these facts, which uh, he doesn't have yet, gets these facts, it's too late. Public opinion has gone against him, and particularly with the mainstream media who is complicit with what's going on. And they were complicit in the Russian caper, the Russian hoax, and, of course, in with impeachment. All these things that the Democratic Party has done under Obama uh, are – many of them are treasonous because – they, they border on what uh, the Biden family and Hunter, what they were doing was treasonous. As a matter of fact, of giving away technology secrets. I don't want to talk about that right now, but it's all lumped together. The corruption that they have put on our intelligence community and on the Department of Justice. Now, the FBI knew about this. They were briefed about the 2012 election, and they didn't do anything about it. They were briefed, we now find out, that they were briefed about Hunter, Bi Hunter Biden's uh, server. Now, at this point in the video, this guy, like, orders... McDonald's egg Mc, egg McMuffins. So we got to skip ahead. It was really weird when I was listening to it the first time. Like this is a like I think they deleted the actual recording of this the actual video from this guy's channel. So somebody had to send me this recording of their video that the guy places an order at McDonald's. Let me just play a little of it because it's it's really funny. Okay. <laughs> All right, never mind. You missed it. But let's just play. They didn't do anything about it. So we have a huge problem in this country, and President Trump has been trying to clean up the swamp, but it has been very difficult, Dr. Dave, very difficult. 
Folks, we're speaking with General Tom McInerney. And folks, just so you know, there has been an article that was published yesterday by investigative journalists Mary Fanning and Alan Jones called Biden Using Scorecard and the Hammer to Potentially Steal Another U.S. Presidential Election. And that, and you can get that article at the, the, the AmericanReport.org, TheAmericanReport.org. Now, Tom, Biden tipped his hand a little bit. You know, we all know about his cognitive issues, but he tipped his hand this week. I'm going to play a brief clip of something that he said related to voter fraud. Take a listen, Tom. Derek, hit it. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this, we have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Well, right out of the horse's mouth, Tom. That was this week. Yes. He's talking about cyber warfare that everybody understands, that our credit cards, and we have such vulnerabilities, or our emails, when we get hacked. Well... They have already changed elections and won against Romney in 2012, and uh, they failed in 2016, which has just made Hillary just furious. And then, of course, because of that, we've uncovered all this information about her emails and all that that uh, was treasonous and uh, activity. And now we're discovering they're going to try to take another election. Americans, beware. Now, as you pointed out, Dave, one of the things they can do is have overwhelming votes to President Trump, but mm -hmm. we also have to have the people investigate and shut the hammer down before it starts on Thursday, on Tuesday. Uh, that's very important. And, and that's the key, Tom. And, and Tom, the information you're presenting, the sources you obtained it from, you, you are very confident in their reliability and their background, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, there's no question about it. And, and that you, article you talked and, about that Mary Fanning and Alan Jones wrote, uh, dated yesterday, is a very important article to see and to read. We have corruption, again, at the highest levels of the Democratic Party. Tom, there are people in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor where I'm broadcasting from. They're saying, oh, Joe Biden, he's a nice guy. He would not be involved in any kind of corruption. I want to play a clip for you, Tom, that I unearthed from over 30-some years ago when he was first elected to the Senate from the state of Delaware. Listen to what he says. Derek, hit it. Senator Biden, welcome to the advocates. Thank you for being here. Senator Biden, it's nice to have you here. As the youngest member of the Senate, the one, therefore, who may expect the longest career there, I wonder if you'd say to us, since it's clear that you're not corrupt and you got elected, why should people think that the system produces corrupt results when there you are? Well, I'm not sure. All right, so I guess that's that. Let's just stop it there. I put the link in the chat, and uh, let's let's go to the next one. Uh, this is him later on uh, talking to Bannon, and then I saw him go back and do an update with Bannon. I don't know if that's in our lineup too, but apparently, a video he was on got deleted, and I'm guessing it's this one we just watched. So keep that video in mind. Apparently, it got deleted. Uh, let's watch a little of. Oh, this this video got removed for violating YouTube's terms of service too. Wow. I might have to back this video up somewhere else. Um, so again, this is interesting. They're going after people for um, you know covering these store the you know this side of the argument. Again, I'm not convinced that this is happening. I'm just covering that people are talking about it, and I think that's what the the news is supposed to do is cover what people are doing. It's up to people to make up their own mind. We don't need authority to think for us. We don't just need to walk around obeying authority. All right, this is an edited clip because I, I, well, you know what I can maybe do is speed it up using dev tools. Uh, I'll try to do that, but it, it is really slowed down um, video of Kamala, but it's just, it's another mistake they made with uh, with the audio. It's, she's like, I don't know. At first, I thought she ac accidentally started speaking like she had a microphone and just didn't notice that she didn't have one in her hand. And then I'm like, okay, maybe she's 
making a joke about her not having a microphone and she needs someone to give it to her and then she walks over here and someone gives it to her. I don't know. It was weird when I watched this the first time. I had to watch it a couple times to make sense of it. Uh, but that's what I gleaned from it. I just wanted to play this. Uh, let's watch it. And then I'll try to speed it up if it's too slow. And uh, we'll have to mute it at the beginning. So, no mic, but she's talking like she has one. Then someone hands her a mic. Okay to see everybody all here. Joe's in Pennsylvania, Jill's in Pennsylvania, Doug's in Pennsylvania, I'm in Pennsylvania, you're in Pennsylvania, we're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> we're all here. It's happening right here. We're all here. <laughs> <laughs> that I just thought that was funny. I don't know if I really should have included this. Uh I just like this. We're in Pennsylvania. We're all in we're all in Pennsylvania. Here. Joe's in Pennsylvania, Jill's in Pennsylvania, Doug's in Pennsylvania, I'm in Pennsylvania, you're in Pennsylvania, we're in Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania. Alright, that's funny to me. Alright, moving on. Uh President Trump calls rapper Lil Pump. Actually, I think he calls him Lil Pimp. He calls him on a stage to speak during his final rally in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I have no idea who this musical artist is. I mean, I've I've seen it him referenced and stuff, had you know. How is it I just uh, don't know his uh, body of work. But uh, Trump, I think, and we'll listen closely, I think he calls him Lil Pimp. God, you want to come up and say something? You wanna? Come on. Little Pump. Come on. Well, that time he said Little Pump, but we need to see the whole thing. Because uh, I think right before that line, he calls him Lil Pimp. <laughs> Which is really funny, I think. Uh because I think Trump has just uh, like used the wrong word. You know, sometimes when you're thinking about something and something else, and, and you're trying to say something else. And speaking of sound, music, and other things, one of the big... <laughs> speaking, speaking of sound, music, and other things. Superstars of the world, Little Pimp. <laughs> little Pimp, one of the biggest superstars of the world. Little Pimp. Little Pimp, big super music and other things, one of the big superstars of the world, Little Pimp. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> little Pimp. Kimmy says, I thought he was a little, little pimp. Who, whose name is Little Pump? Is it not Little Pump? Is it actually Little Pimp? I, I, you know. I'm so ignorant that I thought little pump I thought it was little pump or little pump and I thought it was funny that he said little pimp um but then again do you really expect Trump to be able to to uh understand that I I I don't think so I'm impressed he got as close as he did POTUS going savage in Michigan says Michael Beatty 3 we have information you wouldn't even believe, says Trump. Let's watch this clip. Very few people would have saw that. They would have been in the corner. They would have said, Mommy, Mommy, put their finger in their mouth, put their thumb in their mouth and say, Mommy, Mommy, take me home. I'm out of here. Get me the hell out of here, Mommy. And say, forget about the American people. Mommy, I want out of here right now. 
No, we can't do that, but you have to fight hard, and then you fight hard, and you hit them back, and then they say, there's chaos in the White House. They cause the chaos. We have a great group of people. We have a lot of them here tonight, great people in the White House. But it's true. I wonder what, I wonder if it would have been different, you know, if they didn't, because these were all, we caught them spying on our campaign. We caught them trying to take out a duly elected president of the United States. That's treason. That's treason. We caught them. And someday, maybe something's going to be done about it, too, you know? We don't want to do anything prior to the election. Well, what about me? They did it. They did it to me before the. They spied on my campaign before the election. We shouldn't do anything prior to the election. And you know who we caught? Barack Hussein Obama and Sleepy Joe Biden. They were a part of it. We ought to get these reports out. They should get them out before the election, as far as I'm concerned. They should get them out right before the election. Should have gotten them out a long time ago. We have we have information you wouldn't even believe it. I don't even get involved. I always said I'm going to stay uninvolved. It's very hard for me to do. I'll tell you. No, it is because you know I didn't I didn't have to do that. I thought it'd be the right thing. So some interesting uh, lines there. Let's keep rolling though. We have a lot to cover. Next up, uh, I think this is a uh, yeah. This is like a highlight clip or this is like a, a bunch of Bidenisms in uh, rapid succession. Uh, I have to say, this is from Trump's campaign team, but, you know, if we're going to roast Biden, you know, might as well use their multi-billion dollar uh, campaign budget there. Let's watch um, Joe Biden, everybody. Joe Biden! Joe Biden! taken a cognitive no test. i haven't taken a test why the hell would i take a test come on man that's like saying you before you got in this program you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not what do you think huh are, are you a junkie you by the way this is my little sister valerie and i'm jill's husband oh no this is the, oh, you switched on me this is my wife this is my sister they switched on me but i tell you if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or trump and you ain't black. There is not a single solitary reason in the world why, why, as I said, we shouldn't be in a position that everybody, and that's my wife, Jill. Hey, Jilly, I'm Jill's husband, actually. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did, and back in those days, to show how things have changed, Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone, make sure the kids hear words. Which is terrible advice. I mean, telling somebody to leave the radio or the television on at night so that kids hear words. Like, I'm not against, uh, like, playing, like, an audio book to a child or something, given the right material. But, like, you should be very careful what you're putting into a child's, uh, head now they do need to learn to be tall like uh i don't know if tolerance is the right word um resilient resilient and immune to propaganda techniques and the only way to do that is really i guess immerse yourself in it and, and learn how it works but uh 
Like, it just seems really like a bad idea to just to leave the radio. Like, have you guys ever listened to the radio? Like, sometimes I'll take a lift um, and the person will just have like the standard radio on. It's like half ads and really obnoxious, annoying ads. And they don't even like turn it down. You can't even really turn the radio down because you don't know when the music's going to start back up. <laughs> um, and the ads are always like twice as loud as the actual content. All right, let's just play it because I wanted to make sure I uh, rebuke Joe on that one. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. Because if you could take care, if you were a quartermaster, you can sure and hell take care of running a you know department store uh, thing. You know where in the second floor of the ladies' department or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. You know the rapidly rising. Uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, you have been to a caucus? This you, one. You're a line dog face pony soldier. Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. <laughs> what kind of country are we going to be? Four more well, years of George. Let's just watch that, those two one more. Those are my favorite two. You have been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a line dog face pony soldier. Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. What kind of country are we going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he, uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if, uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be in a different world. Lie after lie after lie after lie. You know, we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Rock and I think it's a right for people that have bad care. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president's going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, exacerbating the need for environmental, for environmental justice. Sorry, as a bug. Folks, we got a lot of work to do. I don't really need you to get me elected. It's a case where we cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy take second fiddle. We, they, we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health. Everywhere I've been hearing all around the country, you're trying your best, but it never feels like enough. <laughs> and here comes the train that he tried to make sure didn't continue to run. No, that's the commuter. All right. No, that's what. But folks, look. Anyway, I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, and mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize. True international effort to pressure.
All right, moving on. I just thought that was kind of funny. We've all seen those clips by now a number of times, but that one where, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, you, you'd lie in dog face pony soldier. <laughs> Have you ever seen a caucus? You've never seen a caucus. Like, what, is, what are you talking about, Joe? This is weird, weird uh, rhetoric. Okay, uh, this is uh, concerning. This happened last night at uh, a Seattle, or uh, excuse me, at a Starbucks in Portland. Uh, the police uh, run onto the scene and uh, apparently stop arsonists uh, from setting the Starbucks on fire. Uh, quote, it's full of kerosene. They were getting ready to set the Starbucks on fire. And we have a clip of the police uh, arriving and uh, kind of chasing these people and cornering them in. So that's the Starbucks uh, in Portland, I guess. Moving on, though, that's uh, there might be more of that uh, coming here. We'll have to see what happens. Um, so this is somebody standing up to uh, the wall of police officers here. Not happy, Dan. I'm trying to see what the other side of it says. Uh, to save something. Uh, protect. I don't know exactly what the other side says. Maybe we'll see it. But this guy's protesting the line of police. Let's watch. Wow. A lot of a lot of police, and this guy's walking right up to him. Um, if you don't know what's happening in Australia and in Melbourne, it's it's uh despicable. It's disgusting what the government is doing there. And uh I saw somebody on Twitter from Australia the other day talking about how um, they should, you know, f face the same <laughs> fa same punishment for uh, using the Nuremberg defense. Well, maybe not the same punishment because maybe their crime's not as bad as you know killing people. But uh, the the premise is that you you can't plead innocence because I guess you can plead innocence, but uh, just because you come up with some nifty little excuse that you think is great doesn't mean it's okay if you know the majority of people think you're a criminal and i think that's kind of um happening more and more with these tyrants and i think uh today we're going to see that in the united states with the with the uh, results on the election you know we have joe saying to mask everybody and um and shut down if the scientists tell him to and we have trump who seems to be a little bit more libertarian, a little bit more, not, not very much more, but I wonder if this is a referendum on the shutdown this time around. Now, uh, this is interesting. Uh, New Zealand appoints the first uh, foreign minister with a facial tattoo. Or I don't know if it's the first with a facial tattoo. The first uh, female foreign minister, and she happens to have a face tattoo. So just uh, covering the news, moving on. Uh, next up, this is a uh, Joe Biden. Just a little funny uh, election eve compilation of you know, or what? What is it called? Um, it's a compilation of moments from his from from his speech last night that were kind of funny. Let's watch. <laughs> I 
So it is sped up a little bit, I guess, to prevent copyright strike. And I'm going to mute it just to be double safe. But uh, he runs around the stage pointing at people. It's pretty funny. Let's watch again. He's just running and jogging and pointing at people. <laughs> you, you. I'm Jill Biden's husband. <laughs> and folks. Now, this is very edited. I don't think he said that right away. I could be wrong. I haven't watched the speech, but uh, just some funny clips from, from the speech I wanted to cover here. I have a feeling we're coming together for a big win tomorrow. My Lord, there's a lot of you out here in this cold night. Thank you. And by the way, in the, in the parking garage, don't jump. I need you. Don't jump. <laughs> he tells people not to jump. Don't jump. I need you. Like, he's, is he making a, jo a joke about suicide? Like, it's so weird. And by the way, in the, in the parking garage, don't jump. I need you. Don't jump. Folks, look. Tomorrow's the beginning of a new day. Tomorrow. And my message to you is simple. The power to change this country is in your hands. In your hands. I don't care how hard Donald Trump tries. There's nothing, nothing that's going to stop the people of this nation from voting. Period. And when America votes, America will be heard. And It'll be contested, though. We know it's going to be contested. America's heard. I believe the message be loud and clear. <laughs> I love that. And l l let me just play that one more time. Period. And when America votes, America will be heard. And America's heard. I believe the message be loud and clear. It's time for Donald Trump to pack his bags and go home. All right, Jill Biden, everyone. Or should I say, um, Jill Biden's husband. That's how he likes to introduce himself a lot of times. <laughs> he likes to build that into his speech. I'm, I'm, Jill, Buzz I'm Jill Biden's husband. <laughs> All right, um, next up, we have... This is what I'm hearing from Australia. They're starting to say that there's uh, stuff on the books that would possibly allow them to push uh, huge penalties on people, including five years in jail, or a $66,600 fine? Like, are they joking? For refusing a coronavirus vaccination. So, here are the references. Let's click on this and see. I haven't actually had the chance to, to read this yet. So, these are the listed human diseases. All right. Um, where, where's the actual bill? It says two. Okay, two and three. The Biosecurity Act of 2015 and the Notice of index, um, Indexation of the Penalty Unit Amount Attorney General. All right, let's check these out. So the Bio Biosecurity Act 2015 is really long. Let's search 66... Oh, it doesn't come up. It might not load all the pages. Uh, I don't know. 
So we need to look into that a little bit more. Has anybody heard of that? A big Twitter account was sharing this. It says here, under the Australian Biosecurity Act 2015, refusers of coronavirus vaccine in Australia could be at risk of five years imprisonment and or a $66,600 fine. The emergency power has been active since March 2020. It has been extended to December 2020 with the potential for unlimited extensions. So I'm trying to see where they came up with the... Uh, five years imprisonment let me let me search here here's them threatening five years but three hundred dollars but i don't know exactly what the wait wait 300 penalty units that's creepy. Penalty units? That is... Like, how much... What? What is a penalty unit? And what does that entail? And why is that so creepy to me? I mean, I... I there's, there's 78 matches of them saying imprisonment for five years. Or at least they, they say five years 78 times. 300 penalty units. I really don't know what that means. That's... Concerning... I, I need to do my due diligence. I feel like a lawyer these days. I'm just reading bill after bill after bill. And I do have to make a correction. Um, <laughs> after my video I made about New Zealand and um, their new food act, um, a chef from New Zealand reached out to me and said, uh, your video was wrong. And he said, um, people can still sell each other food and seeds under certain circumstances. And so I just told, uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll tell the people that. Um, but it, it is concerning to me that they're starting to attack. And he, he himself said that the, uh, the food law is just, it's, it's a big burden on him as a professional chef. So, and he also said, yeah, the food safety officers are very powerful and they can basically take away your right to do business. So, I don't revoke too much of what I say said in the video. I think a lot of you know the situation and how it's encroaching and encroaching and encroaching. Um, but I might have overstated it by saying they're they're trying to outlaw uh, trading seeds or barter with your neighbor or something. So moving on, Washington Post says Burks disputes Trump in calling for much more aggressive action to combat pandemic or excuse me pandemic and. Um, Remember, Biden says, listen to the experts. He's And uh, Buttigieg came, off, came on uh, the news and said, oh, we're not taking anything off the table. Everything's on the table. So, you know, the Democrats being in charge really scares me, given that I don't think that they can really um, prior, prioritize issues well. They seem to throw out, like, everything that's good in this world because they're freaking out about COVID. And I don't agree with their assessment. So I don't, you know, I don't really want them to be in charge. But that doesn't mean I want the other side to be in charge. And it, it concerns me there's two sides and one of them always is in charge. But moving on. I think we covered this already. Uh, yeah, this is the Trump announcement um, talking about 
that the Democrats, not Trump, are going to delegitimize election results. So they're they're all doing the same thing. They're pointing at the other side, leading up to this obviously going to be contested election, and then they're saying in in the lead up, the other side's trying to delegitimize the election, and then afterwards they're gonna um, argue that it's not legitimate if they lose, and if they win, they'll say it's legitimate. Me, I I say you know, there's I have zero proof of the election being legitimate. I have zero proof that they're secure. I remember there was video that came out a few days ago of um, this major hotspot city in question, Philadelphia, and uh, it was just an open room with all of their computers, like it, their election computers running, set up and running, and somebody stole like a laptop and a, a flash drive that they used to program their election computers. It's like, I don't trust these people at all, at all. First of all, I think they're corrupt. Second of all, I think um, they're not that smart. So they can be tricked and, and fooled and compartmentalized. Okay, moving on. And I don't mean that as an insult, not that smart. I just mean um, I don't I, I haven't seen sufficient proof to show me that they're all their algorithms are correct and that they haven't made any mistakes and everything checks out. And no, I don't I don't have any trust in them. Okay, well, I I guess maybe I mean it as an insult, but I don't like insulting people just on intelligence unless they are wielding power and pretending like, oh, there's no problem here. No problem here at all. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, people keep telling me BitChute's down. I checked it earlier and it's still down. That's weird. What do you guys think about BitChute being down? Hopefully they didn't get raided or something. Okay, next up, uh, Project Veritas. Okay, so I think this is the point. This is the point in the show where we get to all of the electioneering and the weird stuff happening at the poll sites. It's been a long show. Thank you, everyone, for being here. This is um, a lot of people in the in the house. Hope everybody's doing well. We're going to cover now what happened this morning and uh, a lot of really interesting things. And uh, we're probably going to have to do another stream later, election night, and as we go through all the, the developing stories and anything that happened since this stream. So, and, and everyone also make sure to add me. Um, onto uh, YouTube. Just click that red button if you're new, and so my videos will pop up. So uh, Project Veritas says, reports of broken voting machines in New York City and voters being told they will scan the ballots when the machines are back up. And what's really weird is um, this guy apparently, this other account, has gotten banned. This tweet is from a suspended account. So do, I don't even know if we have uh, the backup of that, but that was uh, earlier in the day. Also, speaking of this here, this is uh, some some view of the fencing and uh, concerning uh, intel that I got says that potentially it's made of wood so that like live rounds could pierce it. Now, I don't know if that's true. I would think that that would pose a threat going the other way as well although i'm sure i'm sure like the the maybe i don't know i really don't know it's kind of like the election i don't know how secure that white house is i was going to say i'm pretty sure that like the important rooms at least would be bulletproofed i i, I have no idea what's going on. i don't even know if trump's going to be there tonight i guess he would be right to watch the election But isn't this crazy? Um, they're saying broken machines. Well, hey, here, we'll take your ballots and uh, we'll we'll make sure they get counted. 
we'll scan the ballots when the machines are back up. And people are like, wait, you're going to have my ballot right there and with my answer selected? And I'm supposed to trust that you're going to run it even if you don't like my vote? Like, think about how easy that would be to uh, to be like, oh, we're going to accept these uh, Biden votes, but not these Trump votes. And um, apparently the person that Project Veritas is citing here got deleted off Twitter. And I don't know why. That's a scandal in and of itself. So the New York Post uh, came out with this article that I thought was very interesting. Not that I want people to be quarantined, but just shows what what this is all about. The CDC says people sick with COVID-19 can break quarantine to vote in person. So is that official public health guidance? Oh, yeah. Voting takes precedence over this thing that we've been freaking out about for however long, 10 months now, 10 plus months. I guess maybe a little less than that. But oh, now it's okay to go vote with COVID. Um, Not that I don't think people should be prohibited from voting for something like this, but especially with the the distancing and so on. But I don't know. There's something something weird about hearing that from the CDC. Next up, uh, more electioneering uh, allegations. It says, illegal electioneering sign advocating for Democrats outside a number of polling places in Pennsylvania, a major swing state. Now, these are peculiar. Look at these signs. It can't be next to the entrance that's 10 feet. They took it down other places, said it was so- it can't be next to the entrance that's 10 feet away from where the where the room where the voting machines are. So we could there's put, a clear, there's another who, room. Who are you, by the way? Who are you? Who are you? I work for the city commissioner's office. You have a, you have a I, identification or something? What do you need? Like a badge or? or yeah, yeah. Something. You, you tell me who you are. Yeah, I have an ID card. We can talk about it later. Uh, but you, I, answer, you have an ID? The answer to your question is that this sign... So, I don't know who you are. You're, okay, you're, so then you're, you're just acting in bad faith. You don't I don't even know who you are. You okay. can tell me anything. It's right by the door. It's right <laughs> it's, by the <laughs> Look at this sign. It says, vote for your neighbors. Or vote for your neighbor. And it says, offices. Democratic. Biden-Harris. Shapiro, Josh Shapiro, who said he's going to make sure. Or he said if every vote gets counted, then Pennsylvania will go to Biden. He's going to make sure of it. Um, and then Ahmad, and I'm pretty sure that even in the, even the red ones are Democrats. Um, Joe, and not that it even really matters other than that. I'm trying to show, like, let me look this up. I'm trying to show that this is like a partisan electioneering attempt. And I, I don't know actually if I even, well, I don't know. It's electioneering is, is a tough one. Uh, like some people are are taking it too far, I think, and they're saying that, like, uh, MAGA is campaign apparel, or I can't breathe is election apparel, or wearing a mask, or not wearing a mask, being um, electioneering. You know, that's that's crazy to me. Um, and I'm, I'm a free speech advocate for the most part, so I don't think anyone's going to really change their mind but it is annoying if you just want to vote and then people just keep berating you, especially if there's like actual people. And we have an example of that who like come up to you in, in line and try to convince you to vote for someone. It's like, ah, 
do it some other time before election day. But like, what's the difference? Uh, I don't know. I guess the difference is, I don't know. I, that they know you're going to be there and that they can bother you, bother you, uh, people who are actually going to vote. By the door. It's not by the door. It's not by the door. It's not by the door. Oh, is that is that is that how you're is that how you're is that how you're gonna is that how you're gonna do it? It's not by the door. The city the city commissioner the city commissioner is telling me that this sign is not by the door. Okay, I don't know where a door is. Right, Bob? Is that is that we 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 have a lot of legal experts out here. So that's not the only person who's going to come. This guy said, oh, no, 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 the sign is totally fine. Yeah, it looks like it's within 10 feet of the door, but, oh, there's another door. There's another door inside. And there's, it's inside another room that's within 10 feet away. And it's like, it, it, the, all right, let's just keep moving. I, I think this is ridiculous to have a big sign up it, and then to come defend it. Um, but there's a lot of these examples. I just don't know exactly like what I think about the morality of it. I, I know the, the, there are laws about it. I guess people should probably just follow the laws. That'd be a good rule of thumb. Although I don't always think people should follow bad laws. So if there are bad laws, then that's a different story. But most of the time in most states, I think it's like some X number of feet from the door to um, the polling location. You can't campaign and you can't wear... So in some places, some places I think you can wear apparel. It's all it's all confusing to me. So uh, here's a situation in Philadelphia earlier in the day where poll workers were not showing up and people were just waiting around and nobody showed up. Here's um, a Democratic committee woman in North Philly wearing a Biden mask, uh, not letting poll watchers into the polling place. She ends with that rule ain't being ain't worth being followed. And uh, I don't know if this is the same one that we'll have that we'll look at in a second here. Um, oh, man, I was I didn't want to show that you can see a man there just had to take off his shirt uh, to go into uh, the vote. He was he wore a Trump shirt and they said, you can't wear that. And he took off his shirt and he's standing around shirtless um waiting to vote in the room there okay but i hope we have the video of them turning away the did i not save that um we, we can find it we'll find it here but basically we have some examples let's just watch this and while we watch this i will uh try to find some other videos that i'm that i was wanting to show you Go 
So they say it is a rule, and she said that rule ain't worth following. Now, I think they walked that back. I actually saw a uh, fact check um, that was saying, I, I think it was a ridiculous fact check. Um, well, I can't even remember what I'm thinking now, because uh, I'm, I'm trying to show you guys this other video that I'm trying to pull up quickly here. Um, there's a lot of these examples of of people getting actually no that's the one we covered earlier maybe that's the problem i need to scroll down a little bit more um the the poll watcher not being allowed so uh here's an example of people complaining about an i can't breathe campaign worker i think it's an interesting uh question it's like okay are you know what political messages are allowed and aren't allowed and there's all these examples in uh Philadelphia of these signs affixed to the side. Uh, here's here's what I was talking about earlier with um, the man who was like going through the line, campaigning to people, handing out more of this thing that we keep seeing. This is very similar to the sign that we saw on the uh, on the on the location side, and also interestingly, like why are why are they sometimes coloring certain people? Uh, red and certain people blue you know oftentimes that's used to distinguish republican from democrat i'm, I'm aware of that but uh why is biden harris red here is it to make it pop out is it to fool republicans into thinking that's a vote for a republican i've that that seems stupid how would they not know Here's a, uh, another example of this sign. Looks very similar to what we just saw, right? It looks like the same same layout. But this time, they're blue. Biden-Harris is blue. And um, Ahmad is red. So I don't know. Not sure what we're looking at here. But this is a funny clip. It's like, he's like, fine, we'll take it away from this door. Because it's within 10 feet of the door and he admits it. And he's like, we'll take it over there. And he puts it right in front of the line on the other side. Check this out. That's all. It's not a problem. Appreciate it. That's all. Not a problem. Let me leave it here till I find out what they want to do with it. Put it out there. I don't care. Whatever makes them happy. Not going to cause any problems. Is it for everyone to vote, Republican and Democrat? You should change your attitude, too, on how you approach people. Hey, Sean, how are you? Seems to be pretty yeah, effective. Yeah, I got a guy here filming, and he wants the, the big sign taken down off the wall in front of the building, so we took it down. It shouldn't be on the building with Yeah, well, we can do it. Not a problem. Right. Not a problem. Thanks. Not a problem. Joey, Lancelot is, is, is 
All right, so that's the clip, and I found some more clips, by the way. That's why we played that out. It was a little boring. This is the, um, this is a man being turned away, a certified poll watcher. He has a piece of paper in his hand. I'm going to try to find you this piece of paper, too. Uh, he has this piece of paper in his hand that says, this man is certified by the authority. I don't know what authority it says, but to watch any poll he is allowed to watch that he that he wants to any precinct or whatever. I'll try to find you the exact um, picture here. Uh, this is an interesting one too. So I'm catching up on the news, like because it's been a while since we started the stream up, and more stuff is popping up that I want to cover. So lots to get to. Uh, thank you everybody for joining. Uh, but let's watch this clip. This is the poll watcher being turned away from watching the poll. Which looks really bad. You're not letting me in? Well, no. Watch, no. no so call, call, call the police. Do it. If you Listen, legal, call don't the cops. Don't even argue. The, the, the city guy is using the Call that number. Tell him to call somebody. I have a citywide watcher certificate. It's not for this location. This is the city of Philadelphia. This is the city of Philadelphia. This is the city of Philadelphia. You wanted to talk. You wanted to talk outside. Let's talk. I have a watcher certificate. I asked you to read the line. The line said it's good in every ward and division in the city. You're not letting me in? All right, score. I'm finding all the ones I was looking. I was looking for. Okay, so next up, let's do this one. This is related. This is what he was showing them: the Philadelphia Philadelphia County Board of Elections Watchers Certificate. This certificate authorizes the individual to watch in any ward division in Philadelphia, and it has his name here and his residence address. Um. And it says he represents Trump, candidate for the office of the president of the United States on the Republican ballot to serve at November 3rd general and special election. And they have like the official seal and signatures. So that's that's crazy. And then they tried to do a. Um, that's what I was talking about earlier, the fact check. They tried to do a fact check saying, oh, no, 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 no. He wasn't turned away. Uh, it was just that they didn't understand the law. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't an election. They just didn't get it. It wasn't an election fraud. They just didn't understand that they had to let him in. It's like, okay, I don't know how that's fact check. I don't know what they got wrong in this coverage. But okay, moving on. Dr. Conserva Mom. Conserva Mom USA claims voter suppression. Voting machines in pro-Donald Trump borough, Park, Brooklyn, are allegedly broken and locked after opening 30 minutes late and what seems like an attempt to disenfranchise Jews for Trump on election day, she says. Uh, let's watch this clip. This is going viral. Emergency the emergency ballot box. They tell the man here. And he's like, what? What's the guarantee? They're like, oh, we'll feed those. We'll f you fill out the ballot and we'll hold it here in our emergency ballot box. And then we'll we'll decide. We'll, we'll we'll probably uh we'll probably put your ballots through, um unless you're. <laughs> okay, let's just play. What's the guarantee? When they're back up, we will we will scan the ballots. And I mean, and that's something that has to happen. 
Um, we don't just, you know, set them to the side or, you know, but they all happen. This machine is broken, virtually locked, and this machine is locked just like that. The emergency ballot box. <laughs> that sounds like the government that I, I know and hate. <laughs> I was going to say know and love, but I had to mix it up a little bit. Um, also in Philly, very similar, uh, very similar sign that we keep seeing. This one is taped right next to the door. You're like forced to look at it. And uh, people are getting really triggered by these signs. And um, like I said, I don't, I don't really know how I feel about like what the law should be, but it seems like it's a, a violation of the law. So just going off that, I'm with the people who want it taken down. Um, do I think it's going to have a huge impact? Not really. I don't think anyone's going to be like swayed on their way in who they're going to vote for. Although maybe slight, maybe possibly. Uh, I was trying to make sense of this one. This is a new one. It says here, vote for only one party. It says Kanye West at the top. Um, Hawkins, Walker, Jorgensen, Cohen, Biden, Harris. I'm not sure what, what their point is here. Now, I guess what they're saying is he's off page one. Right, like, um, you have to scroll for more. And uh, this person brings up a good point. I'm also a web developer. <laughs> he says, as a web developer, I can assure you that whoever built this user interface knew exactly the height and width of the window and in the selection boxes. Many hands ensured this concealment. Now, I'm not sure they knew exactly the height and the width, but you should know, okay, how many people should I expect in each, um, in each race? And, okay, what are the various screen sizes we need to support? And, uh, you know, how do we make the font big and keep it fair? And this does seem a little unfair for people to have to scroll and look for Trump. We know that people don't like to scroll. But I feel like if people wait in line, they'll, they'll scroll for Trump. But interesting, interesting. Here's another one. Breaking. Election workers are now claiming voter machines are down in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Worker says votes... Or excuse me, worker says voters can fill out a ballot and they will scan it later when the machines are back up. This is a very common, common thing we're hearing. Oh, we'll scan it for you. Don't worry. <laughs> well, it's like, I guess not enough people were mailing in their ballots. <laughs> and uh, they're like, somehow we need to put our guys in between them and the, the tally. That's what it seems like. And I'm not saying that's the case, but I, I like, this is very suspect. Let's watch again. Um, to just wait around and wait for these machines to be fixed. So that's possibly what's going on right now. More to come. You sure, Deputy? Yeah. Come here. What message did you get about this technician? Uh, my corporal called me and said that somebody was on the way to fix whatever was wrong with the system. When? He's not here. What? He's not here. I know. He said that like, everybody's good, so I don't know where he's coming from. Did you check? I called him. Okay. Thank you. Here's the deal. If you are in line right now and did not vote, you have a choice. You may continue to wait, 
So these machines are on jam, and you can vote. Or you can leave and come back later on to vote later. Now, if that's wow. Wow, you can either leave your vote here or you can leave and come back. But you're not welcome here. <laughs> Is that what he's saying? And I strongly suggest you wait the third option is this. And and people want to put these people in charge of our health care. People are like, yeah, let's give these people all our, all our money and, and let them uh, do the most important things for us. <laughs> If the third option is this, can I have your attention, please? Sir, can I have your attention? Okay. You heard him. It's on the way. The third option is this. You can find your name in the book, 9291. May I have your attention? 9192. Find your name in the book. Oh, there's that emergency ballot box. Oh, it's got a slot, so you know it's safe. <laughs> oh my gosh. This sounds like coordinated... Um, It, it really does sound like a coordinated uh, plan. It's like, okay, we need to get their uh, ballots, and then we'll feed in the ones that we want into the machine. I mean, and from the way he delivered that announcement, like, I kind of sense that this guy's full of BS. And they even like did this little like uh, show with the cop at the beginning. Oh, uh, what did they, when did they say the uh, the technician is going to come in? Police officer, authority man. <laughs> Let's watch this again. Going on right now. More to come. You sheriff deputy. Yeah. Come here. What message did you get about this technician? Uh, my corporal called me and said that somebody was on the way to fix whatever was wrong with the. Uh, when? Wow, uh, J.E. Bennett in our own chat says, waited two hours to vote. That's, that's crazy. Let's watch this clip. I, I just really want to break down this clip, and I'll speed, I'll speed it up a little bit, because I want to, uh, I want to see the whole thing happen in a little amount of time, so we can, uh, I, I want you to pay attention to how he, ch you know, inflects, and how he changes his, his tone, and the way he talks. He sounds like a hypnotist. I'm going to play it at one and a half speed. He's not Right, that's the clip. That's the clip. And uh, I'm remembering my only, my first and only um, attempt to try to vote. And I waited in line, waited in line, waited in line, finally got to the front. 
And, uh, you know, everyone's looking at you at that point. They asked me for my ID. I gave it to them. You know, I pay my, I pay my taxes. I'm an American citizen. And they're like, oh, no, you're not on the list. <laughs> like some exclusive nightclub. Oh, you're not on the list. I'm, I'm like, what? I'm like, did you register? I'm like, no. I'm like, well, you're not on the list. You can't vote. So they kicked me out. Pretty awful experience. But I learned from it. Okay, next up, we already watched that one. Uh, let's see what this says. Oh, this is interesting. Georgia locks down voting in a high percentage Trump district. He, uh, this is James Woods, who has millions of followers, 2.7 million followers on Twitter, saying this is Civil War level cheating here, folks. So, um, Civil War level cheating. So I guess he's saying, I, I, I don't know if he's making an, a, a comparison to some cheating that happened in the Civil War, but I think he's saying this is such a high level of cheating that they're basically declaring war. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to interpret it. Correct me if I'm wrong, James. <laughs> just kidding you don't watch me um next up well let's let's look at what he's quoting here though per spalding county elections per spalding county elections all voting machines are down breaking news somebody here says i just went to vote in georgia and was told that i had already voted via early voting i absolutely positively did not use early early voting I cast a provisional ballot, but I am sure uh, this will be tossed. Sure that they'll be they'll, they'll toss their ballot. Wow, that's that's sad. Um, and there's there's other lots of other examples. Uh, I'm trying to find one uh, before I get off this this tangent here. The person who says that they showed up and they said you voted by mail or absentee. Uh, they say uh, the other person, it was another woman. Maybe it's the same person. I, I just imagine, you know, what are the odds? I saw two people. I guess maybe one person just making a big fuss about it. But it was it was a video for the other one. And uh, they were basically being explained to. And I thought I had it in my notes, which is what's killing me. Uh, they were basically explaining to her that she had already voted. And she was like, no, I didn't. Super weird. All right, so uh, next story. This is out of Clark County. Several polling sites are experiencing technical problems. I like how they put several and technical problems in quotes. Um, this is actually Fox News seemingly calling BS on, I don't know. It just seems weird that they put those in quotes. Uh, let's watch this clip. As we've been reporting this morning, some polling locations are experiencing some technical issues and were unable to open right at 7 a.m. Fox 5's Dylan Kendrick just got to one of those locations and has an update for us. And it looks like the lines are pretty backed up now, Dylan. Man, uh, not what people expected as they woke up to vote this morning. I want to pan off so you can see just how long this line has uh, accumulated here. Now, we're at McDonald Ranch, a community center, and uh, as I arrived, uh, there were poll workers out here who were uh, starting to um, uh, announce to announce to the audience, uh, not the audience, but these uh, voters who are waiting patiently uh, that uh, their internet service across the valley has been glitchy, and uh, not just at this location, but several locations. Two to three kiosks keep coming up and down for check-in. They're telling uh, voters here that it's not the voter machines, but it's the kiosk. So I got one voter. Wow, wow. I hadn't watched this video yet. They're saying that the voting machines need the internet to work? I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I really would need to know that how they do the voting tabulation to assess it. You know, we need to know like how these databases are set and uh, what's logged and how they how they verify 
Um, and, and they don't show us enough to be able to do that. But did we just learn that the voting machines need the internet? And also, do they have like a uniform voting machine they use at all the different places? Or is it just like piecemealed together by county? I have no, these are the things I don't know, but I, I kind of want to know. Um, also, uh, we hear in the chat that a purge has begun, says Max underscore. Twitter just nuked SV News Alerts, FJ News Reporter, and Crisis underscore Intel accounts. Now, that is a, a big story. Uh, it seems like Twitter is already starting to ban people who dare to question the legitimacy of Biden's election. I mean, the, the election, the 2020 election. And um, we have an example here of Project Veritas quoting SV News Alerts earlier in the day. And I was hoping to show... Uh, what this tweet was showing. Um, this was a video that uh, Project Veritas embedded. I think that was the one that I had to find later. I was wondering why that wasn't in my notes. That was this one. Thankfully, we have another copy right here. This is the video that uh, Project Veritas... Project Veritas sent this to a bunch of people. I don't know how big that channel was, SV News Alerts, but um, it was going mega viral. Uh, now this backup one only has 133.3 thousand. We will, we will scan the ballots. We will scan the ballots then. We, we will scan the ballots then, she says. Do you trust this lady? I don't know. I, I typically trust women, but I don't know. This one seems to be seedy. Let me play this again. Listen to what she says here. Does this sound like she is, uh, is dece deceiving us? What's the guarantee? And that's something that has to happen, you know, we don't just set them to the side. What? Will this be videoed? I guess they, I mean, that would be one answer just to video everything. But one thing is, like, people are so touchy about having their vote be confidential. And I get it, actually, like, uh, to some extent. Like, I saw there's, like, a website that some leftists set up, which is basically, like, all the people in their home addresses or something like that uh, that do donated to Trump's campaign. And just, like, crazy stuff like that where they're targeting people for their political views. And if they had a registrar of everyone who voted, they'd probably use that, too. But... At, at at some point, we just have to stand up and be like, okay, if they're terrorists in our midst, we're not going to, you know, throw away our entire way of living to to satisfy them. You know, bring it on. That's how I feel. Bring it on if you're going to attack me for my political beliefs. So, um, I don't know. I don't trust this woman, to be honest. I feel like she's, uh, and, and then the fact that they deleted this off, off Twitter, or they tried to. Does anybody else with me on this or am I, am I off base? What's the guarantee? Ras Illusion says her voice is full fear. I guess I guess the chat trusts her. So uh, yeah, maybe I'll trust her too. Um, actually, I don't trust anybody, but um, I don't know. It just seems like isn't this what you would say if you were trying to do a little magic trick, a little sleight of hand? And you just want to feed certain ballots into the, the box. Yeah, yeah, Roger that. Very suspicious.
All right, moving on. Uh, I think we might have showed this screenshot. Oh, yeah, we already did. We we were just jumping back to clips. Where were we? Um, I think we just watched these. Okay, let's watch the rest of this uh, Fox 5 clip. This is uh, Clark County. I don't know where Clark County is. Maybe Las Vegas. Let's watch. Here, you tell me you've been waiting here for two hours now. You arrived around 6.45 to be ready to vote right at 7. Yes, uh, walk sir. us through your experience so far this morning. Well, you know, the poll workers are being really kind and hospitable. It's not really their fault, but obviously the crowd has been really frustrated, especially people. There was a line probably 200 people deep at 7 o'clock. And, you know, a lot of people have dispersed to other places, but the wait times on the, the Internet as well for the county are not showing for the other polling locations. So it's kind of like, why leave? You know, we're here and committed. So. And they're recommending that you guys may choose other locations around town, but what you're saying is it's not clear on which one you should be going to because this outage is valley-wide? Correct, yeah. So the wait times are not accurate on the county website so you know it's really a difficult choice if you want to leave and keep going or stay here now i'm seeing a few people i mean not a lot but a few people trickle in and out uh, what are they saying as far as getting people inside is it still possible to vote here today is, right now it is possible to vote it's about five minutes per person they're only being able to do one person every five minutes so 12 people an hour is what they're saying right now obviously that's the potential that goes up but not really sure you know they say it's up to the it so you know Kind of wait and see approach. But right. you can vote. It's not that you can't. All right. And do you plan on waiting this out or are you yes, going to try to go to another location? Yeah, waiting it out. My wife is actually driving to another location to see if it's shorter. And if it is, I'm going. All right. Okay. That's interesting. Sassy Frass says, Tim, I asked that too. It's a lockbox and only the voter insert and only the voters inserted the paper ballot. A local sheriff deputy was there to watch the process. So I don't know what you're saying, Sassy, exactly about like if our suspicions are unfounded or if you think it's a good uh, thing that we're looking into. I mean, is it that hard to think that maybe a sheriff deputy could be in on it? I mean, that would be a lot harder to get a cooperation like that. But um, there's a lot of weird stuff that could happen. And I just don't know. I don't know how it works at all. That's that's news to me, Sassy, that a sheriff deputy has to be there to watch the process. Now, does that mean that a sheriff's deputy would be there when they end up scanning them through and they get them out of the emergency ballot, uh, the emergency ballot box. I'm surprised they don't come up with an even better euphemism, like the emergency ballot vault, I think would be better. Let's watch a little bit more. All right, good stuff, Mike, and uh, thanks for still waiting it out. I mean, voting is important. I know none of these folks uh, anticipated waiting in line for hours and hours and hours, but uh, uh, from what I've heard, again, from poll workers, they're experiencing internet outages and glitches, not just right here at McDonald Ranch, but that's why we're hearing more and more reports valley-wide at more polling locations are having trouble getting people in and out. For now, I'm going to send it back to you in the studio. All right, yeah, smart idea that uh, his wife is going to a different polling place. If the line is a lot shorter, he'll just jam over there. Yeah, but it is important right. to note uh, for, for anybody who is waiting in line, if you are in line still before polls close at 7 p.m., it is still your right to vote. You may cast your ballot. Oh, that's so nice of you. So if you're in the line before seven, they'll have to let you go. Even I don't know what that means. Like, what if it takes a really long time? I guess maybe they could bring a voting machine. It, it's hard for them to come up with an excuse where they're like, hey, no voting machines work in the entire state. Or I guess they have to keep them segmented, maybe. I have no idea. This whole thing is is like a cultic joke to me. But uh, I, I try to to humor them and just go along with it. So uh, here is Michael Cowdery on Twitter says, only sign outside Bucks County voting place. Democrats shown Republicans blurred out. This is really crazy. It's also like, I think it's kind of funny, but it's, it's funny because it's so dis, dis, uh, deceptive. Actually, I don't even know if you, you can call this deceptive. It's kind of overt. It says, here's a sample ballot. <laughs> and then they show... Literally, they they select Biden, Harris, Shapiro, Nina Ahmed. 
all the Democrats, straight ticket Democrat, you can see at the bottom, this ballot paid for. That's a funny way to put it. This ballot paid for by the Bucks County Democratic Committee. John Cordisco. So is he actually calling this a ballot? It's a sample ballot. It's an, it's an official sample ballot. I don't know what's going on here, but why have they physically blurred out the names? And, and they, the guy assures us that it wasn't done in Photoshop. Um, not doctor. This is not fake. Anyone in Pennsylvania, go there now and report it. Uh, this guy says, I saw the same thing in Morrisville right outside the school doors. Um, this person says, you know, this is fake, right? And this person says, except it's not. So I don't know if it's real exactly, but this is weird. That's, that's, I mean, again, I don't think it's going to change anyone's mind. If anything, it's probably going to embolden and, uh, galvanize, um, people who get triggered by it. You know what I mean? Okay. Next up, um, pallets of bricks are showing up in Detroit and people think that this might be a sign, um, that somebody is trying to kind of instigate a riot or fuel a riot or destruction that a riot could cause. And, uh, People always point out whenever there's free bricks, and this happens a lot, pallets of free bricks for rioters show up, and uh, people bring up that, like, that's kind of like free masonry, right? Free bricks, and bricks are masonry. Free masonry? Okay, you, you get it. Let's watch. Alright, man. I was already down here at Detroit for a union meeting, and I had to come see this shit myself, or else I wouldn't fucking believe it. But... I want to show you guys something. See these pallets? Black saran wrap around them. They're fucking full of bricks. Full of bricks. Another one over there. Right here at this marathon gas station right and I don't know about you I work construction there's a little bit of construction going on right there but what fucking brick paver wants to walk all the way over here to get his bricks if he's doing construction over there don't make no sense so you're gonna get off at 94 and Woodward hit this gas station right get you a handful of bricks take your ass down woodward fuck up some small businesses so insane insane and we see a lot of the smart money boarding up their houses boarding up their businesses and you have to ask yourself why i mean maybe they're just being overly cautious but i mean what what's going to unfold tonight i feel like it's going to be some big like super bowl level psyop you know what i mean like something big is going to happen like beyond just like somebody winning something else is going to happen there has to be a plot twist there has to be a plot twist and uh we'll, we'll see what happens to the script later tonight um this is very concerning california church ordered to close after holding indoor meetings of 600 people without masks so California church has to close because people were allowed to worship as they pleased and not cover their face. So I guess they weren't following uh, Sharia law. 
California Sharia law. And um, now the church has to get closed, which seems like a violation of the First Amendment, right, for a government to close down a church. But if they say it's a criminal operation because they were uh, breathing or singing or any of these other forbidden activities, maybe dance. Uh, is dancing still legal? We've seen some interesting dance videos come out from like proms and stuff where the, now I think the dancing goes back to back and you lock arms at the uh, the elbow. So that was the news rundown. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to I'm going to find as soon as I power down the stream. So we're going to have another stream later tonight as the results start flowing in. Uh, definitely. Let me know if anybody comes across anything interesting. Um, you can leave a comment on this video. You can uh, message me on uh, Twitter, TimTruth1, the number one. And um, where else? Did I say Pro TimTruth at ProtonMail.com? And uh, yeah, I hope uh, to see more of you later on tonight. And uh, let me know if anybody sees anything else. Tweet at me or PM me on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'm doing a lot of my research today so uh let me shout out some people in the chat thank you everybody for stopping by mr jones rutherford eerie fairy yo laser beam ras illusion oswas two or uh, 2020 uh the grenade 187 thank you everybody for joining italian carrot red miss slinky moon og fry ralph malf <laughs> thank you everybody for being here and uh for feeding me information from the chat did i miss any comments um, or any intel from the chat, uh, put it again at the bottom and, um, I'll try to get to it. Each chat asked if I voted. No, I didn't even register. I've never registered to vote. <laughs> Let me see if there's any, uh, uh, Sassy Fress says there's also the concern that there's no way to verify the barcode is correct before inserting the ballot. The ballot machine reads the barcode. Interesting. I don't know what to make of that. Sounds like a, it, the whole system just could could be a lie for all I know. And I'll probably be banned for saying that. I just I haven't seen proof. If they want to show me proof, then I'll change my tune. So uh thank you everybody for being here. Uh yeah, I just I just saw that comment, Sassy Press. Uh yeah, Amazing Drops uh, making some extra popcorn. I've seen a lot of people saying that. Uh, Mr. Jones says, thanks for streaming. Appreciate that. Sassy says, brace for impact. Exactly. All right, everybody. Uh, let me know if you see anything, seriously. And uh, appreciate you all stopping by. Make sure to subscribe if you're new. And um, we'll see you later. Take care.